Tuesday morning broadcast. I told you that Rabbi Ari Rockoff would be in studio this morning. He is, in fact, the director of leadership development at the OU and concentrating on the uh, NCSY organization that has been very dear to us for a very, very long time. And we cherish all the opportunities we get. As I said earlier in the show, we cherish all the opportunities we get, not just because they're fun and exciting uh, whenever we're paired up with NCSY, uh, but we get to see up close and personal the development of the uh, of the youth in our community, development of that youth into leadership roles in our community, which is pretty cool, frankly. And we've been invited to spend this coming Monday night, this coming Monday night, at something that they call StaffCon. I believe it's it uh, stands for Staff Convention. We'll get into the uh, details in just a moment in terms of its official title, etc. And it will be broadcasting from there as hundreds gather uh, in one place, uh, specifically um, uh, specifically um, regarding leadership, specifically regarding leadership development. So everybody out there, listen very carefully. On Monday night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll have an opportunity to hear us with some very interesting people from a very interesting event brought to you by the OU and NCSY. And there'll be other opportunities as well for those of you who prefer to listen to things during the daytime or at your office we will certainly be replaying uh, that visit to StaffCon at other times during our NSN schedule. The Director of Leadership Development at the OU and NCSY is our friend Rabbi Ari Rockoff. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. You know, I've been reading up about this job you have, which you've had how long now? Four years. Um, the, the, it must be, it, I, fun is the wrong word. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit jealous because I think you have one of the coolest jobs in the Jewish community, frankly. Uh, but the right word might be um, uh, might be encouraging. You get to see on a regular basis how regular people in our community, young people in our community, turn into effective leaders in our community, and that must be a heartwarming experience. Absolutely. And just to clarify one thing yeah. from the outset, you know, I think you have the most fun job. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, it's, sometimes it's difficult for me to remember that. <laughs> There's certain mornings, you know, where it's hard to remember that. <laughs> but I appreciate that very much. I'm glad the perception out there is like that. Um, all right. So four years ago, the OU, it seems again, uh, and I say again, meaning based on what I read, it seems the OU made a decision that they are going to formalize, they are going to uh, structure um, uh, their their leadership advancement into a real department, into a real topic, into a real effort. Hence, your hiring. Explain what happened four years ago. So uh, just to put, put the credit where it's due, Alan Fagan, four years ago, um, became the CEO of, uh, of the Orthodox Union, and he gathered with the leadership then, including Rabbi Micha Greenland, who we were, of, NCSY. of NCSY, who at the time was just assuming the international role there. He and I were in Smicha together. That transition happened at the same time. Correct. Alan and him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, about the same time. Right. And, you know, we don't sell uh, products. We're not Apple. Uh, we sell values. It's just about the people that we have. And, you know, Alan Fagan and, and Micha Greenland decided with others that this was going to be a priority of focus to put people first. And, you know, this is not, this is not uncommon, Nachum. This is something that right. is done, you know, Goldman Sachs, big companies that, you know, you know, thankfully make tons of money and do very well. 
um, they have very, very rigorous and uh, deep infrastructure of people development. Right, with great strategies behind it. Sure. Right, we just don't always associate uh, well-known Jewish organizations with operations Correct. like Goldman Sachs, Correct. frankly. Correct, and it's not so much the association. It's, it's, I would even say it's even more so for, for a Jewish nonprofit right. that we have to put this as, as our core value. Um, you know, everything, it's not, it's not profit-driven. It's driven by uh, outcomes of, uh, of connections to Judaism. So the goal, as you're sitting in this meeting four years ago, and someone, Alan, I assume, is describing you know, the goal of all this as you come aboard. Is, in fact, the goal to simply recognize who the young effective leaders are and try to retain them for as long as possible in this structure that we know as the OU? Absolutely. And I'll make it, I'll make it personal. I know your backstory a little bit. I remember <laughs> you from camp. Um, Nachum Siegel in college ran a radio show. Correct. I remember. Um, identifying the unique talent. And saying this is this is this is who you are. This is your flow. We call it in uh, industrial psychology uh, lingo. The kids um, say zone. I think zone in the zone. That's correct. Right. You know, I'm seeing you here in the studio in, in your zone, right. in your place of of absolute fun, um, and that, and that's really what it's about. It's about identifying you know people's unique talents, their abilities, and putting them in the right seat, right place, right time, which sometimes means. You know, shifting people around right. and giving them a little tap on the shoulder. So, you know, we have an operating methodology. We call find them, grow them, keep them. And it's, an, it's a methodology right. that we teach and that we embrace and that we try to uh, create a culture around. And the grow might mean shifting them somewhere else yep. or advancing them, Correct. you know, to a specific degree. I mean, it's a sensitive issue, frankly. It's not always Very sensitive. easily identifiable. Correct. Uh, and, and, and what was the trend? before this the trend before this was that if an effective young leader was uninspired they would literally leave the industry and possibly go i don't know into the private sector or into other jobs yeah correct you had asked what was going on in the, in the back room where I, where, where I was not right. um, but the you know we'll call it the um the inflection point the point that just led to this hire was and to this creation which again i give credit to the organization very few uh, Jewish nonprofits, even of large size, right. have this infrastructure internally. The uh, the the pain point was people were leaving, people were um, not not um, not really fully actualizing their potential, and there was a lot of turnover. Hmm. Ari Ra- Rabbi Ari Rockoff is here as we discuss this unique leadership development uh, um, department at the OU, and we'll talk more about what's going to be happening this coming Monday night. Um, do the numbers reflect this? In other words, if I were to look at the OU's uh, roster four years ago, um, would it reflect that, uh, that there was a lot of movement, a lot of coming and going from within and without the organization, and now four years later you've been able to raise the percentage of people who stay on and you know, succeed in, in, in different areas of the organization? So the, the answer is absolutely yes, um, but I'll put a caveat um, without taking too much credit. Um, we're highly mission aligned, uh, which makes us very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also means that we have a very high level of commitment to stay. Um, that's been, we're 120 years old. I may have asked him, Shana, hopefully for another 120. Um, so a lot of that pre-existed. So I'm the, I, I really walked into a very positive culture in terms of the commitment, but in terms of the trajectory of career, I could say absolutely. We've had almost a 50% increase in our retention just within NCSY. NCSY is the largest program department of the Orthodox Union. We have 200 full-time staff, 600 volunteer uh, college advisors, 
part of the uh, broader OU of almost 2,000 employees. So it's quite a large, quite a large infrastructure. And if and if other not-for-profits are listening right now, uh, even very effective ones, not necessarily Jewish, but not-for-profits in general that you know that we are very familiar with from you know campaigns and publicity and the work they do, etc. Uh, are are they suffering, or is it a detriment to them if they do have a large turnover? In other words, if there are successful not-for-profits in this country, and we can name a hundred of them right now, is it a bad thing if they have a lot of, you know, constant changes going on? Uh, yes, <laughs> um, it's not. It's not a nonprofit issue. It's dollars and cents. One hundred and thirty percent, you know, cost on every on every hire. You invest mm. in training and development. You lose institutional knowledge, so for every um, hire you lose, or that is, um, or, or or someone who underperforms, you know, as well, you're you're lo- you're losing dollars and cents. We don't always think of it that way in Jewish nonprofit, but if you break down the dollars and cents of of the recruitment, the advertisements for positions, the trips to various places, right. the flights, you know, ten the time, uh, correct? A shul, a shul to hire a rabbi will have three or four prabas, you know, back and forth all the time. Even the volunteer time, it just adds up because whatever they're doing there, it's opportunity cost. They can't do something else for the institution. So the costs are very, very real. Yeah, very I wonder. Real. And most synagogues probably don't even think that way when, yeah. they, when they undertake the search process. Correct. You know, Correct. what's it going to cost us, again, whether it's dollars and cents or time and, and other factors. All right, so when, when, when this all started, it seems, uh, you were asked, in addition to overseeing the entire OU leadership development, to concentrate specifically on NCSY. Correct. And that is because the numbers bore out that in NCSY there was too much movement or not enough you know, advancement from within. How would you describe it? Actually, no, quite the opposite. Um, the rationale is very simple. It's, it's, um, it's when, you, when you incubate ideas like this, having large systems to test model them in is really crucial. Um, we have... You know, as I said earlier, 200 full-time staff in right. many different types of positions. The right. average employee at NCSY um, is 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 uh, is there for seven and a half years, uh, which compared to industry standard in Jewish nonprofit, would you like to take a guess? I mean, I would um, assume it's at least double. The, the average. What's the average? Three years. Less. Two years. Less. A year. A year and a half. <laughs> I God. won't say the names of the organizations. <laughs> uh, they know who they are. But there's a lot of revolving uh, doors. In the in what we call the alphabet soup. You know, you're right. an outlier. Sure. You know, and uh, Jam and Am has great <laughs> culture, and, and and people stick around. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, it's a um, you know, NCSY is is an, first of all, it's an outstanding organization. You know, w- which has you know a legacy of sixty plus years. Has you know people transitioning. In fact, almost every single leader. In the organization currently, including Rabbi Micha Greenland, grew from within the organization. Right. See, that's so a, very deep infrastructure. So there's two factors. Number one, and I read a lot about the from the material you sent. Uh, there, there is a way to establish from the very beginning a welcoming effect on a staff member. That's number one. And anybody in business or in not for profits can learn from that. And I, and and not really complicated strategies. Just common sense. Not, co- that, not that, complicated that, and not right, costly. Right. That often we don't think of, but are but are so important. But you just raised something that's so critical. If, in fact, so many people involved in NCSY started in NCSY, and I'm talking about way before they were professionals, yep. doesn't that give the organization a little bit of a leg up that there's so many qualified people out there that have this emotional connection that it's, they probably uh, would not have if they went to work for another organization? It's, uh, the value proposition is is uh, remarkable. And priceless. Uh, and priceless. You know, Let's talk about sports. Right. 
farm team. Right. Um, you know, if you want to, you know, the Oakland A's, you know, the famed the Billy Bean right. money ball, that's now sort of a common, uh, I know not everyone in New York wants to talk baseball, right. but, you know, I'm from Boston, so. <laughs> oh, boy. I uh, hope I can. Uh, watch, money, it, <laughs> watch it, Rabbi. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping Miriam Wallach would be on the show so we could uh, talk, talk, talk shop. Tra- but, uh, trash talk. But, but all kidding aside, you know, the, the approach that teams are taking now to, to invest, including the Yankees, right? Investing into their farm team, right. uh, not just acquiring players. You know, the, the the notion of building that all-star team and and thinking it's all going to work together. We see it in sports. It doesn't doesn't always translate to uh, to victory. It doesn't always translate to Super Bowl. You know, wins. It's about yeah, nurturing does, the talent and culture. Right. right. But it does translate into a certain culture. I mean, we know this from George Steinbrenner, who sure. you know basically said to anybody walking into the organization in a ball. You are now a Yankee, and therefore you, you are this, and you'll be expected to do this, and you'll be receiving this in return, whether it's a gesture, you know, something practical, et cetera, et cetera. Right. There's always something. So I, I brought some gifts for you. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. I'm not part of the team. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So if you come on Sunday, uh, we'll have 30 new staff members joining, and we invest uh, a ton in, you know, on the front end of when new people begin. New means what? New means new, people who joined NCSY at correct. what point? Um, you know, their first uh, full-time position right out of college. College. September, October? Correct. In the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. This yeah. will be their first major event. That's, this is the first major event. We bring them in a day earlier. Um, every single new staff member we match with a mentor, so that engages our more, our senior team. Um, they tell them everything that they wanted to know um, that that they didn't get uh, they, didn't, they didn't get the benefit of uh, learning from, and we have 30 new staff. The uh, highest joining. ranking new staff member will be holding what position? Um, I, we don't do high. high it's, everyone's highly ranked. No, <laughs> um, meaning in terms meaning of level. Have, I don't know. We have regional directors there. Are there new regional directors in the yeah, system? Every, every every new staff member, including those who transition to new positions as well. Yeah. And there are some at high levels. I'm sure, saying some at senior levels. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm only joking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah correct. Sorry. But everyone from you know the first position right out of college to um, to you know when I joined four years ago, you know where do I get a pen? Right. Uh, how do I get? It didn't matter how much experience I have. Where's Mincha? Where's Mincha? Correct. Right. Where are the kosher restaurants? <laughs> right. This is the OU. I see uh, you ask the similar questions that we ask uh, here. <laughs> we actually have a startup guide. All kidding aside, with uh, with acronyms. You know, we use a lot of institutional language. Right. You know. Jam and AM. What does that stand for? Ebbing. Ebbing. What, what is By the way, mean? I never heard the term ebbing before. I was an outsider. I had never been ever on an NCSY That's event so in my entire uh, in my entire life. There are people How? in this audience getting a chuckle out of that. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> I guess I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> um, all right. So so they get all this inside information. They're meeting all the newbies on Sunday. And then does everybody join in at some point? Yeah, everyone joins on Monday. On Monday you. they come. That's uh, when Monday we show up. Yep, and that's when we have... Uh, and literally every person correct. that's in the area or around the country the or the country world. country and the world. Anyone um, who has, yeah. Anybody who's available... From the entire globe that works for NCSY will be there on yeah. Monday. All full-time staff right. and uh, and part-time staff in the New York Tri-State who play key roles within our advisor systems. You know, many uh, many of your listeners are familiar with our summer programs. Right, sure. So, you know, many many of... Uh, that training weekend is amazing. Correct. Oh, yeah. right. You've seen that? Have you been to that? We were there last year. Okay. Sure. So that's uh, that's our farm team. Right. That's our, that's our, a, that's our AA team and... Right now, we, we, we're looking at that as a, our sort of our pipeline to drive the organization in terms of full-time hires. Now, there's no way to know if Sunday and Monday are a quote-unquote success, right? Like, you sit down with your staff and associates at what point and are able to reflect in some type of post-mortem way that this was a 
an effective weekend or one that you know will bear the fruit that we're looking for? So we, we try not to evaluate based on program. Um, we're people oriented, so we do a lot of um, analysis and, uh, of of employee engagement. We call it employee engagement Surveys and enablement. Or- yeah, yeah, we're part of. Uh, we're part of a, a cohort of Jewish organizations um, that studies its staff year over year, and we measure it not based on a program. You know, the food could be great, and uh, there could be many measures of, of what we might call success, but that that w- they'll have no measure of um, of, uh, of uh, that will not be an indicator, I should say, right. of the person's success. You know, predictive success in their in their job. So we measure year over year employee engagement and enablement. Are they engaged in what they do? Meaning, do they love it? Yes. Are they enabled? Do they know how to do their job? Um, maybe yes, maybe no. Some people are enabled. Um, they know what they're doing, but they don't really enjoy it anymore. So that's where we try to kind of move them along. So we do a lot of movement. We have about 22 staff this year in addition, not including 30, who have transition positions within uh, the organization um, you know, to take on either greater, you know, greater roles of uh, influence in different parts of the country or just in different roles that plays to their strengths, like almost like a specialty. Hmm. I, I just started reading a book called uh, Be Amazing or Go Home. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't heard it. And in the first chapter, they describe how the greatest favor an employee could do for an employer is inform them when they're no longer inspired. Yep. The best thing they could do. And then yep. they, they decide together, is there hope or is it time to move on to something else? You know, Correct. It's time to- and I spend a lot of time um, in that in that space. And, and I it's not something I would ever share publicly for, for many obvious reasons. Um, you know, almost my entire position has to be, and my whole staff understands this, our culture has to be a culture of, uh, of trust yeah, confidentiality. and confidentiality. So I would never mention any names. Right, of course not names. I'm just saying in general. Well, a couple. I mean, if you know, if, could a, be, if there was no water in this thing. You know. <laughs> but it is a good favor that one can do for their boss is, is bring it's, them up to date in terms uh, of how it's inspired. It's getting them to a place where they're, you had asked you know, earlier, what was the impetus? The impetus wasn't that we were losing people per se, right. just that people were kind of hitting a plateau and not, not really thriving anymore so the question is what would what it what would it take uh, for that to happen so for example this year we transitioned one of our staff members from one city in fact this person was one of the one of the most successful um, McCarvin and NCSY it's just the nature of that community um, in terms of the impact on family sometimes you know we have right. staff who are who are most nefesh I'll say you know we as have their family we are. have a good with two three pizza stores you know on the on, right. the, on the on the avenue um, Central Avenue, for those who know that one, and, and, and you could fill in the blank. Right. Um, Yehuda Marilis, who you'll meet um, you know, on Sunday, who's getting smicha from Las Vegas, um, who's, from, who's from this area. You know, he doesn't have uh, five pizza stores to choose from, although right. Vegas actually does have some stores. <laughs> Bad example. Um, no, but the family's sacrifice is well no, known. Sure. I mean, come on. You know, they don't have a choice of yeshivas. You know, that's, that's the yeshiva, and they have to make that work. And not just that, but the whole family gets involved in the whole Kiruv aspect of it. I Absolutely. mean, they're, you know. Their home is is an open home usually to you know to anybody who's in need spiritually, and they try to uh, mm-hmm. you know they try to get involved and to be part of the whole process. Uh, Rabbi Ari Rockoff is here. We're talking about his uh, uh, leadership development department. He is the first director of leadership de- leadership development at the OU. Uh, Sunday, the new people show up. Monday is the first day of the conference. When does it end? Wednesday. On Wednesdays, it's a real. I mean, we're, yeah. we're talking about that's a multi. Uh, it's the only time. It's a long that, conference for 2018. It's the, it's, it's the only time that we get together the entire year. So we have um, an entire track for partner organizations. They come on Wednesday to meet. Uh, we have an entire track for OU departments to come so they can meet. So we sort of maximize it on all sides because you know think our, our success is that we're not centralized. We're decentralized. So our South American 
uh, branch comes are Israeli. We have NCSY in right. Israel now in right. 12 different communities. I mean, I don't know if you featured them in the past. Sure. We've spoken so about they're, they're all coming in for the first time. They're really, uh, you know, expanding. And for them, it's a lifeline. For them, it's their chance. You know, it's uh, you'll see there's an energy of connection that I found so interesting coming in from the outside because when you're working in one building, okay, so you saw them at lunch yesterday. Right. You know, there's no the water cooler is virtual. It's not actually right. there's no actual physical. Well, there'll space. be people that they meet that they'll be in touch with afterwards and just get advice from and you know run stuff by etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah but they have to know them so yeah, of this course. is their chance to meet you know kind of face to face yeah nothing like the face to face and then afterwards they're able to keep a relationship going. correct um is there anyone listening now who says to themselves they'd love to be part of this that can or it's only it's literally if you're on the OUNCSY staff that's who it's made for and and that's the purpose of it um, the, the answer is, yeah, this is an internal conference, so it's right. not um, it's not open to the public. Hopefully people will be able to listen right. uh, to, to, you know, to your broadcast. You know, one of the motivations, I was talking to Miriam about this some months back, actually at Yom NCSY when right. you were doing the broadcast there, is that, you know, I want, um, you know, I want this opportunity to be able to kind of highlight, you know, our staff who many people don't know. You know, we've had staff in the organization, you know, 25, 30, almost 40 years. So. Yeah, we've met a lot of summer programs Correct. staff, but not the not regular the staff. Right. And they're, they're on the ground, you know, really doing the uh, the holy work. And I think it's important that, um, that, 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 that our community have sort of a little window into, into that. And for those who are going to be listening Monday night who are familiar with the history of NCSY, I bet you will hear about programs uh, that we never dreamed of, you know, really innovative, interesting things that people are doing around the country that Absolutely. would be completely foreign to people from my generation, frankly. <laughs> Absolutely, correct. This is not your uh, mother-in-law's NCSY. That's correct. for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, the skydiving events have, uh, you yes, know. Yes, I think we're rappelling down buildings, but that's, you know, that's the new normal these days, It right? is uh, certainly true. Her by Ari Rockov is here, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time will be the first time we'll air live uh, from uh, Staff Con. Literally stands for Staff Convention, I assume. Sure. Uh, and that's going to be uh, up in Connecticut uh, with uh, NCSY. And then, of course, you'll have an opportunity uh, on more than one occasion after that to hear uh, the entire broadcast as we speak to a variety of people with the OU and NCSY. Um, so you'll have the opportunity both uh, during the daytime and, of course, obviously Monday night to tune in and uh, discover all of this. Rabbi Rockoff, anything you'd like to add into this uh, conversation? I'll just add one thing. We have a unique program that you'll be uh, featuring, so perhaps this is a coming yeah. attraction. We're doing um, actually a Chag HaSmicha. Oh, yeah. What's um, this about exactly? Fifteen staff. Rabbi Benevitz um, is somehow involved in this? Rabbi Benevitz is involved. Um, this Doesn't is he have the, enough on his plate already, Rabbi Rocco? He might be listening. <laughs> He's definitely up and awake. He might be listening in Israel. I'll, I'll allow him to do a rebuttal on uh, Monday. <laughs> Got um, it. I, I won't be speaking on Monday. We'll let him take my slot. All but right, um, no under the leadership of Rabbi Lashak, who's one of our veteran senior Torah educators based out of Dallas, Texas. He's been there over 30 years. And Rabbi Yachmiel Fried. Who's a Rosh Kola there, and actually a product of NCS, a proud product of NCSY, <laughs> who's published many Sfarim. People might know his name. Um, we started a smicha program two years ago. It was um, it was uh, initiated by by our staff, including staff in South America. So we have some remarkable stories. You'll meet Martin Leibovich from uh, Buenos Aires as an example. You know, some some in this community might remember him as the uh, the the all star of the YU basketball team. Of course, team. Martin Leibovich. Martin Leibovich will be getting smicha on Monday. 
I remember Martin as a ball player. Martin is. I uh, don't think he knew what the word smicha was he, back then. He's got then. a couple inches on you still. Not but, insulting uh, him, but no, he was no. not. He was not in any way. Not at all. He was playing D two up in uh, Bangor, right. Maine, if I remember something like that. And uh, remarkable story. He's been. Uh, he's a product of NCSY from Argentina. Came, that was part of his journey. He went back um, and has devoted the last you know five years of his life to building back the community in Buenos Aires and is now going to be uh, completing Smicha um, along with three others from our, from uh, South America and 12 others from uh, from North America. So it's a very unusual event, something that we're very proud of. You know, a lot of what you'll see on Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's not just a conference. You know, StaffCon could be, uh, we could sell, right. you know, Comic-Con or right. it could be any, any convention. It's about, um, you know, really highlighting and showcasing tour growth, professional growth you know the whole staff the whole staff con is run by staff you'll meet chelsea rosenberg from phoenix arizona yossi schwartz from the five towns these are mashi polstein from chicago these they're running the conference i don't i mean you know, right. I, I sort of stand in the Your back supervisor. Uh, no but this is their leadership this is a leadership incubator this is how they um you know contribute to the organization beyond their role that's how they grow so the chagas micha very much is uh at the tip of the iceberg we have Ari kunstler right. be doing who did, who, did, who did the ncsy app right i don't know if you know that sure so, he was sitting right there when, okay when we introduced it with kiwi kiwi and kiwi he, uh, free kiwi yeah. free will be getting smicha amazing so it's um so i think it will be he's a, a good fun, guy to celebrate with he's a great guy to celebrate <laughs> with so uh we have a couple of uh ncsy kolel um kolel boys who will be uh, doing some singing as well. So uh, you might be uh, Yeshiva Boys Choir. You know, watch out. <laughs> uh, but kidding aside, it's going to be a very unique uh, opportunity. I'm glad you're going to be there. Is it, I assume, based on what you had, the history you just gave, it's a two-year Smicha program, essentially. It's two years of intense It's study. a two-year Smicha program, and we'll start another cohort um, based on interest. You know, this is about us trying to find, as an institution, you know, consistent with the whole leadership development construct that we started with. It's identifying opportunities for professional growth, for, um, which includes also their education, making sure that they have the, uh, the you know, the, the learning background and the skills. For and that part as of well. it is, and, and not only not only the learning and the skills, which obviously is the most important, but frankly, when you have the title, it could be very effective it's, and very uh, helpful. It's really crucial. Yeah. And for many of them, for right? Martin Leibovich, you know, these are this is uh, you know a lifeline for tour learning. You know, with the internet and, sure. and obviously the ability to learn with Rabbi Frieda in Dallas from Argentina. That's right. not something we could do uh, twenty years ago. I'll add one more thing, which sure. is I know you're having with Judah Michelle. Yes. Um, on They'll the show. They'll be on later this week. Correct. So he he's actually one of our newest hires. Um, so he'll hopefully how's be his evaluation gone? Is he okay? Um, we'll, is he we'll, up there? <laughs> you know, you'll ask him how he's doing so. <laughs> far um but he's uh he's he's well known to to your audience i'm sure he's, he's a legend uh, in the jewish he's a legend community, in the jewish community correct so he's uh, um he's been hired as our the mashpia of of the advisor community you know of ncsy so over Meaning 600 internationally. internationally and he's playing a really significant role he's just begun so we'll have you know him, he's going to be playing a significant significant role he has already made a huge impact um, you know, it's a pretty big following. Yeah. But it's it's really significant because we know that we need to build, you know, the that community and invest in our in our farm team. If he's a newbie, he'll have to be there on Sunday. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So just remind him when you speak to him. So. <laughs> Rabbi Rockoff, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so so much. Rabbi Ari Rockoff is the director of leadership development at the OU. You've heard over the last uh, half hour or so how the majority at this point of what he's doing is concentrating on NCSY. Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we will be there at StaffCon to speak to some of these remarkable people that Rabbi Rakov either mentioned or alluded to.
and that program will certainly uh, be repeated uh, more than once. You'll have an opportunity here at the Nachum Siegel Network to hear that uh, that presentation and that visit with a very, very talented group of people in NCSY. And frankly, uh, one and I said this earlier in the show, one of the uh, it's always fun to be invited to be part of the NCSY experience, whether it's in Israel, here, etc. But it is so gratifying to see up close and personal how these young people, in so many cases, are becoming effective and important leaders in our community. And uh, part of that process uh, we will see up close and personal this coming Monday night. My thanks again to Rabbi Rockoff. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.